You will drive us. Welcome to Who Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about all the celebrities you don't. I'm Bobby Finger. I'm Lindsay Weber. And this is Who's There. We're not keeping tabs of the numbers anymore, so it's Who's There, whatever. It's this one. It's Who's There, the day of Brangelina's uh, destruction. Today was such a day. Today was wild. Our friend Dan D'Addario retweeted Richard Lawson's retweet from earlier in the day that was like, it was like, here's footage of Us Weekly employees at the end of today. And it was a link to the scene at the end of Captain Phillips <laughs> when Tom Hanks is crying. Sir, I need you to breathe. Okay? You are safe and you are fine. It's going to be okay. Everything's going to be I can't believe you just said when our one friend retweeted our other friend as if you couldn't just say when our friend originally tweeted whatever but can we just go over i mean i just opened it up this is like a little bit uh on the fly but everything that us weekly has written today can i just read out the headlines of everything that they've they've covered on brangelina because it's like absolutely it's like uh, the iliad of coverage i mean i don't think there's any <laughs> angle that they haven't hit I did see earlier the photo of, of, it was like, this is the last photo of them together. Like, they're dead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, okay. So, I'm going back in time. Five, hour go, five hours ago, we had Angelina's first two splits revisited, Billy Bob, Johnny Lee Miller. Um, sob, relive Jen Aniston, Brad Pitt's shocking 2005 split. That's six hours ago. Uh, Brangelina split, colon, celebs can't handle the truth. Reactions. Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie, a timeline of their relationship. Brad and Angelina. What I think is rude is that you're skipping relevant Who News, like on red carpet daily, all the best and boldest beauty looks from the Emmys, photo of Emily Ratajkowski. <laughs> just one photo. <laughs> I just, I find it truly unbelievable how thorough they were. Like, it was hilarious how thorough they were. Shocking. I mean, they were getting the clicks. They were getting the clicks and they wanted more clicks. Um, I got to say, so my question for you, I don't, I don't want to read the other headlines. They're boring. But it was literally everything you could ever think of. They did. My question for you as it pertains to Who Weekly, because God. clearly they are not. Um, these are two very prominent thems and I would never mm-hmm. slander them, um, slander their names. Uh, okay. To imply their who's. But since we talk a lot about like media coverage and kind of where things go and when they go, what do you think is the media play for their first official statements after this fallout? Like who, like what magazine will get the exclusive from each of oh. them? Oh, oh God. Well, I I can tell you right now, I bet like who would be the, the big, the big, like, Conde properties are shitting themselves right now. And they're, like, calling in every favor. Yeah. Like, it's, like, Vanity Fair, Vogue, the, like, classy, I'm sure L wants it. The classy yeah. ones are, classy. like... I would go to, like, if if this were another pregnancy or if this were something about the relationship that were headline-worthy but not scandalous, it would go to People because they have a precedent for choosing that type of shit. I think People got the... 
the exclusive wedding dress photos. Yeah, but I feel like people is not classy enough. No, that's what I'm saying. This. That's not classy enough okay. for this. So with this, I'm assuming it's going to be like a Jennifer Garner type thing where Jennifer Garner got Vanity Fair and then Ben Affleck got nothing because Ben Affleck's <laughs> not going to talk to anyone about this. But I think it would be it would be a GQ v Vanity Fair GQ. moment. I so think. maybe him for GQ, but for her, yeah. I feel like she's going to go full humanitarian effort and be like, who is going to the peg is going to be like some new project she's doing promoting some like you know like the earth or like the yeah. you know the water or like the sky yeah. or whatever and one of the things so okay so Lindsay, are you trying to tell me she's gonna break the news to the leonardo dicaprio foundation honestly <laughs> to the newsletter adrian the newsletter that comes in the mail i think Ad- i think adrian granny and leonardo dicaprio are gonna are gonna team up and make a documentary <laughs> and it's just gonna be her statement about this and then like save the yeah. elephants or whatever but honestly in in realistic terms i I think it's way too early to tell because we have to see like how they're responding to these things because they've already made it about the children. And if it's about the children, they may not talk about it at all for a long time. You know, they don't have to. They don't have to. I, okay, you're right. So the bottom line is they don't have to because we live in an, a society of no access. So they don't have to right. do anything. You're right. They don't have to do anything. And also they have um, those two Netflix movies coming out what? later. Ooh. Don't they have like Netflix Brad Pitt looks like a Kindle on the set of the upcoming Netflix drama. And then Angelina. Are they doing this together? What I'm saying is, no, it's, it's, oh, she's directing a movie about Cambodia. I'm saying they're working on individual things. So they're only going to talk about their work. They're not going to talk about, they're going to stonewall anyone who asks about their private lives. They're only going to talk about the work. Right. That's all it's going to be. Well, famously, I don't know if you remember, but she very controversially made pe- made journalists sign contracts when she was promoting a mighty wind. A mighty wind? What was it called? A mighty, a mighty heart. <laughs> a mighty wind sounds like a movie about a big fart. <laughs> a mighty wind is a movie. It's a Christopher Guest movie about the musicians. A big fart. So, uh, okay. I, so when she was promoting that, she made journalists sign a waiver to like not talk about things. But the irony uh-huh. is that the movie was about freedom of press and like journalism. Who was it? She was Daniel Pearl. Yeah, was that the journalist? Right, but it was, it was all about freedom of press, and she made journalists like sign a thing that they wouldn't ask questions about her that she didn't want. And it was very like the irony was like very strong, and everyone got mad. Mm-hmm. And that wasn't even the first time they had done that. They'd also done that for the Mister and Mrs. Smith. Uh, promo they made people oh, sign yeah. stuff that they wouldn't ask about like their relationship or whatever anyways mm-hmm. and i also want to bring up i guess now we're like really on them but you wrote a very interesting thing today for jezebel and i feel like you should talk about that and it talks a lot about kind of well yeah i mean i guess i could preface this by saying um literally as i was working on it which is why i was so defensive when you were texting me this morning um <laughs> as i was working on it Lindsay, Lindsay, with her three-hour time delay, is oh like, "Oh my god, I'm sorry. Oh my god, I woke up, Brangelina. Can you believe it?" And I was like, "Yeah, I know. Like, welcome to the news." And she <laughs> was like, "This was on, like, Bobby. This was on um, the cover of a tabloid." She was like, "I was in the grocery store and I saw this on the cover of the tabloid last week," and I was like, "Lindsay, I was like, this is on the cover of the tabloid in the grocery store." Every other week, the tabloids say that they're divorcing. And she was like, no, it was on. No, it was last week. It was on the cover. And I was like, Lindsay. (laughs) And so I did this post that was just, um, 
originally I only had it for the past couple of years. And then my editor was like, no, go more, go more. And it, it got like so much funnier whenever you go back in time, literally nine years, because they started dating on the set of Mr. and Mrs. Smith in 2004. Um, but they didn't like make anything public until long after the movie came out. So like they didn't start making headlines about their uh, impending split until like 2007-ish. And then from then on, it was just nonstop. It was their splitting. They're splitting because of Jen. They're splitting because of Brad. They're splitting because of Angie. They're splitting because of like God knows what. Drugs, cheating, everything. And I just think it just speaks to the fact that maybe in the beginning it was bullshit. Maybe in the beginning it was just tabloid garbage. Recently, the more recent ones, they always speak to something. There's a reason why the rumors keep percolating. And I Well, I mean, it's it's always like a a broken clock is right twice a day. By the end of it some of the rumors are bound to be true and but you never know until the confirmation happens so it's it's following the pattern that these things always follow like the same thing happened with brad and um not brad ben and jen last year but somebody had done this like someone did i think it was nate at vulture did a like history of brad pitt's marijuana use which is like kind of a joke Mm -hmm. but it's also not because this is a thing that keeps coming up he'll be like i smoke too much weed and people around him be like oh he smokes a lot of weed and in the reports angelina jolie was like he smokes too much weed yeah. So it's it's a thing. It's it's a thing. It's a thing. And so, but like I said, that's still not needle in a haystack level, but it's still every once in a while they're right. But whenever yeah. you throw every single dart at the board, what I'm going to hit. No, that's true. That's true. Anyway, it is really interesting. The last thing we can say before we move on to this, the more pressing subject of who's <laughs> is that what is, I honestly like, this seems like it should be something that would fascinate me to no end. It truly does not. Um, Because I find them both boring. They are boring. But what is really actually interesting about this is that Angie is asking for full custody. That's the only thing that makes this like, hmm. Are you surprised? I am. You would expect her to ask for joint. Like they did all this together. I don't know. He smokes too much weed. He smokes too much weed, but they're in Los Angeles, Lindsay. (laughs) Lindsay. Well, you know what I read? You know what I heard the rumor was? Did you read this on... Lady Gossip has had the best coverage of yeah. this also. If anybody, like, cares about this, go straight to Lady Gossip and do not pass go. Yeah. Is that what they say? Yes. Um, no, I remember that one. No, uh, what they're saying is that she really wants to be involved in British politics. Did you read this part? And she wants to, like, join the House of Lords. And that's why they have uh, a residence in London. So Because you have to have a residence for a certain amount of time before you can run. I don't know how politics works um, outside the United Yeesh. States. But, like, apparently she wants to be a part of – well, she always wants to get into politics because she always wants to, like – she wants to do world-changing policy. Right. She's a humanitarian. Right? So I'm not surprised. She's a humanitarian. I mean, because she's, I mean, we all know that she's not that successful at any other part of her career. So, like, she has her Oscar, but, like, her movies that she directs don't really do well. The movies that she no. star in, like, apart from Maleficent, but... She's kind of, she's a movie star, but she's really not a movie star. Yeah. Like, she is, but she's more of a personality and more of a... She's also really private. We have to stop talking about uh, yeah. her. Yeah, fine, whatever. They're boring and... I can't wait to see what happens next, even though I find them boring, yes. I guess. So I guess I don't find them boring. Anyways. This is what 10 years of marriage will do to you. To everyone who was like, hey, you sound like uh, Britney Spears Blackout. Uh, your sound was awful. I know my microphone broke and like we had to roll with it. And I apologize for that. Thank you for sticking through it. Even though I sounded like I was coming to you from another planet things happen it's not like you pay for this all right so relax that's okay 
Wow. I got defensive. <laughs> I got defensive. Sorry. You Anyways, were planning to get defensive. Wow. I wasn't, but I just was like, you know what? For now, this is a free service, and until it becomes paid, a paid um, service. I'm not like Amazon.com. You can't like report. You know, like I'm not like customer service. Um, but I appreciate you guys sticking sticking with it. I got a new microphone. All right. You're assuming people stuck with it, also. Oh. <laughs> <huh>. <laughs> Call number one. Um, hey, Who Weekly, it's Jared here. Um, just watched the Emmys last night, and I feel bad. First of all, I just want to say I feel bad for TV stars. I feel like TV stars in general are more likely to be Who's, even if they don't try to be, just because there's so much TV on the air, whatever, whatever. Anyways, I was doing a little internet interneting, if you will, and I saw that something about Kevin, Kevin Spacey's date to the Emmys is his manager, but he was also um, the guy from the band in 2000, Evan and Jaren. It's Evan from that song, and they sang that song, Crazy for This Girl or Crazy for My Girl, or I don't know what the deal is. But in a more conspiratorial, is that a word, aspect, do you think Kevin Spacey and Evan from Evan and Jaren are, like, hooking up? Because it says he's his manager, but he's kind of hot and... He also wore an Amish hat, which is a couple of years old now at this point, so his trends are a little off. Anyways, I digress, but I just thought that was a juicy little bit of hooiness happening at the Emmys, and um, with one of the few thems at the Emmys, uh, I was just shocked. I was just, you know, so just wanted to call and see if you guys had an opinion, if you love this song, Crazy for, for Your Girl or Crazy for My Girl, and um, okay, uh, bye. Okay, first of all, first of all, it's crazy for this girl. Second of all, did you just call out Evan Lowenstein's hat for being off trend? The man is dating Kevin Spacey. He doesn't <laughs> like. Uh, um, and, and as for whether or not he is or isn't, we should add allegedly to that because it just seems like he is. We don't know for sure. He's not going to change his Instagram bio to like former half of Evan and Jared, current boyfriend of the star of House of Cards on at Netflix, <laughs> Kevin Spacey. Um, first of all, thank you to our caller for pointing out literally the only interesting thing that <laughs> happened at the Emmys. Like props to you for really zooming in on that one moment they cut to Kevin Spacey clapping with him next to him. And everyone was like, who is that? And literally nothing else happened the entire night. Let's not lie. What else happened? I don't know. I, I, I turned on the Jean Benet documentary. <laughs> Which was a whole other topic of discussion. But the Emmys were boring. The only good part was this part when they cut to uh, Kevin Spacey and his date, Evan Lowenstein. And I gotta say, the turnaround between who is that man and that man is from that <laughs> band a thousand years ago 30 seconds. was quite Quite quick, props to everyone who really put in the work to figure out and ID this gentleman. I mean, he was wearing, like, jingle jangle bracelets and a big hat, but he, like, looked, he looked good. 
He looked great. He looked great. Immediately, people went to his Instagram, which is insane. Um, and people went to his Twitter, on which he retweets Kevin Spacey literally <laughs> all the time. All day. Like, all day long. Like, all of his tweets are retweets of Kevin Spacey. All day. And I love that everyone, whenever, the moment you end up on Instagram.com slash Evan Lowenstein, you see two things immediately amidst the chaos of this page. Number one... Th- the, t- the two things that everyone sees are, one, his really sad bio that says, let's party like it's 1999, ellipsis, so I can be famous again. And, <laughs> and then... <laughs> and then, I couldn't write that better. And then you scroll down, and there is this one photo of Evan Lowenstein, shirtless, six-pack out, cowboy hat on, and it says, I tip my hat to the Supreme Court and the entire hashtag LGBT community with oh. the gayest pick I've ever posted, but not necessarily taken. Rainbow eggplant, cherry margarita, confetti, rainbow hearts, dart on a dartboard. I gotta say, I like this guy. I love this he guy. He's good. He seems cool. I love this guy. But my question is, I have two questions, actually. What happened to Jared? And my second question is, is Jared also gay? I don't think so. So one's gay, one's not? I think so. That's what I assume. But also, this is just me assuming. Because there are some photos of him and Jared. And I think they're brothers. No, they are. Yeah. They're 100%. And they look a lot lot alike. Um, And... uh, They might be twins. I think they're twins. But there's... The best photo of them together is... It's Evan and Jared and then David Blaine in the middle. So... That's, <laughs> based on this photo of Evan and Jaren and David Blaine in the middle, I'm going to go ahead and say only Evan's gay. Bobby, this is Jill. I absolutely love the podcast. So I have a question about a real mystery who. Um, I know you're watching Robin China, um, which is boring, like you said, Bobby. But um, so on the show, Rob keeps talking about this ex-girlfriend of his who cheated on, cheated on him all the time. Um, is that who, Rita? Um, if not, do you have any idea who this ex-girlfriend is? Hopefully you can help me with this investigation, or I guess you could call it a who-vestigation. All right, disappointed in myself about that one. All right, thanks. Bye. Um, Lindsay, you want to start with this? Well, I got to say that it is pretty amazing uh, that out of all of the Kardashian spinoffs, and I've watched all of them, (laughs) this is by far the saddest one. So sad. It is Extremely hard to watch. I don't know, like, it's really how sad. much more I could possibly take. They're only like, four I more episodes, so. Uh, wait, really? How many? They're only doing There's six only... episodes. Are you because they break up in the last one, don't they? I don't think so. I mean, I think what I have assumed it's going to be is that I think they're just, just going to become part of keeping up with the Kardashians. I think this is sort of the segue when, into it. When has that stopped them from having spinoff shows? Before, anyways. Whatever happens, why there's only six. It's just, it's so, they're boring, but it's also really depressing. They, like, have to throw in, like, Scott Disick for comic relief, who, like, shows up 
with the trainer. He reminds me of um like on Family Matters when um Urkel like storms in. He's like, I'm here, like Heidi Ho, neighbors yeah. or whatever he says. Yeah. Scott Disick like open just will just appear in a scene and be like, Rah! and everyone's like, Scott, mm. you're crazy. Yeah, literally. He just he just literally walks into Rob's house and he's like, Surprise. It's so right. It's so depressing. Anyways, th- that's like not the point of this call, but I gotta say, if if you're if you're like maybe trying to tune in, if you're thinking, if you're still deciding, I would say no. It's sad. I would say don't do it, right? It's sad. What the call was referencing, I wrote about the second episode for Jezebel a few days ago, and I, you end you end the second episode, which was the most recent one, like pretty convinced, even despite like the the smoke and mirrors of reality TV cameras, you end up pretty convinced that Rob and China really, really do like each other. You do? I do. I get a sense of like Rob feels like he needs her and then china is like oh this is the father of my unborn baby you you sense like a deep connection there but it's you also sense like total misery rob is so unhappy china recognizes that and doesn't know what to do you don't you don't leave with the promise of like a long-term thing you just leave with like oh these two people really need each other right now but how long is this gonna last this is this sucks. I mean, basically every member of the Kardashian family that they ask about China defaults to, hey, whatever gets Rob out of the house, right. which is fine. I mean, whatever. But the call, I guess, so the caller is asking about a reference that Rob makes. Cut. We haven't even referenced that. We could just do this forever. Uh, a reference that Rob makes to an ex-girlfriend who cheated on him all the time. There are basically two There's options two. for this. Yeah. There's uh, Adrian of Adrian Bailon mm-hmm. of the Cheetah Girls fame, who was in a lot of the show. Who was in a lot of the early show. Rita was never in the show, as far as Rita I'm was concerned. never in the show. So I'm thinking if he's gonna slander anyone, it would be Rita. Honestly, yeah. because then remember he said that she well the the caller references this that she slept with like 20 guys. Remember that whole thing, mm-hmm. that awful thing he said. Yeah. In this match between whether I feel weird about Rob or Rita the most. I mean, Rob is gross. Like, that is gross to say about anyone. Whether or not it's true, yeah. I think he's referencing Rita, if I had to guess. Adrian and him seem to have a better relationship after breaking up than he does with Rita. Yeah, right? and also it always seemed like Adrian broke up with Rob, not the other way around. Yeah, right. right. So God, she got out of that. She really... She- she avoided that. She avoided bullet. it. She got out just in time, to be honest. I have my ex-boyfriend's name on my butts, on my bottom. Not my favorite tattoo, and that's the one that I definitely want to get removed. So, yeah, I guess it would be Rita. I mean, we I assume. didn't. When I heard that, I wasn't like, Rita! I was kind of like, uh, how can I get done with this episode faster? I wasn't really thinking. But also knowing Rob, there were like those several years where he was completely out of commission. So maybe he dated a girl that no one knows about. Uh-oh, did Rita Ora cheat on Rob Kardashian? Hi, friends. Thanks for clicking back to Clever News for all the latest scoop on your favorite celebrities. Looks like there was some major trouble in paradise for Rob Kardashian and Rita Ora. The 25-year-old Keeping Up with the Kardashian star took to Twitter to put his now seemingly ex-girlfriend on blast. Rob said, quote, How can a woman who is so busy trying to start her own career have time to be with so many dudes all while in a relationship? She cheated on me with nearly 20 dudes while we were together. I wonder how many she will sleep with now that we're apart. But I mean 20? 
The rant didn't just end there. Rob vented even more frustration, saying, quote, I'm actually disgusted a woman could give up her body to more than 20 dudes in less than a year's time while trying to start a career. Yikes alert. Speaking of the Kardashians, the next call. Hi, Who Weekly. It's Talon, your self-appointed, um, non-solicited sports correspondent. Um, I'm calling to complain about how riled up I got about Khloe Kardashian allegedly dating Tristan Thompson and also to explain who he is. Um, Tristan Thompson plays basketball for the Cleveland Cavaliers and is mostly famous for being extremely rich because LeBron liked him and wanted him to stay on the team. He's also very handsome because when I looked at the photo of him that they had in Us Weekly, I was like, this guy looks like Michael B. Jordan. If Michael B. Jordan was an actual athlete and not just an actor who played a lot of athletes, um, that's all I've got. Love you. Bye. Honestly, that's all I needed. Good call. That's all. Good call. Yeah. Next call. Got it. Thank you for calling. Here we go. Hi, Bobby and Lindsay. Um, I'm calling because I want to know the who, them status of the greatest defunct boy band ever, One Direction. Um, I'd argue that Harry is the number one them, despite the fact that his movie isn't out yet. And I don't know totally what that movie will be. Um, but Zane, also a them, despite the fact that he never goes to his own concerts, I'm not sure. I want to know about Liam, Louie, and Niall as well. Um, this question was inspired because I just saw on a One Direction fan account I follow that Niall is supposedly releasing a single next week and that it's supposed to sound like Ed Sheeran, which sucks. So just wondering. Okay, love you. Bye. We did discuss uh, One Direction with um, One Direction expert Logan Sacken, who is now writing a column on the Hairpin um, every week about what One Direction is up to that week, <laughs> which is, if you haven't read it, the intricacy of her research uh, is fascinating. Whether or not you like One Direction, it's kind of irrelevant to the content. Um, but... So I feel like I think things have changed since we last talked about them. Though. Yeah, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and, and break it down, um, but in, in 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 who in the category of who and them in my as someone who's less familiar with One Direction than you, just to see how it compares. Sure. So sure. I would say my gut is that the them's are Harry, Zane, and Louie, and the who's are Niall and Liam. Okay, and I would say Niall's like. Niall's like way like Niall's way down in the who list it's funny that you say that like I'm the better like if I was the better fan I would think more of them are thems but I actually as a bit bigger fan or whatever I actually think that the only two thems in one direction Harry are and Harry and Zane. Yeah. that's it and I don't think that any the rest of them I mean remember that little baby blip one of them had the baby we we're talking about this drama we've talked about this on the podcast that did not yeah. like make that guy them for me I don't even know remember which guy that was well, Which guy was but it? wasn't it Louis. wasn't it Louie and Harry had like the fanfic love? Yeah, but like that's the only Larry, reason I'd call them Larry a them. is a them. Larry. Larry the ship is a them. Louie is still a who because if you were like, I see. oh, I what's see. Larry? I'd be like, oh, it's Harry Styles and that other guy. Oh yeah, because of Zayn's uh, mysterious uh, whatever dating Gigi, his book coming out, his solo career, he's definitely a them now. Yeah. Harry Styles, because he's basically like the Justin Timberlake of the, sorry, of the band. The one that has the most hope to be famous post. Like he's in a movie and whatever. 
he's a them. Yeah. Oh, the movie. And the rest of them, I can barely pronounce their names. The the movie Katie was referencing was the new Christopher Nolan movie, which is actually a really big deal. Um, about um, it's a big deal. The the battle at Dunkirk. I think it's just called Dunkirk. And I feel like he at least has one cameo. He maybe has like a Rita Ora size role. Mm-hmm. If I had to guess, his hair looks great. He looks great. He cut his hair for the role, which was a huge deal. I mean, this is just like not a One Direction podcast, but ultimately, I think there are only two. Let's be real. Ask your mom. Ask anyone. I, I, I'm in that camp. Right? Don't you think? Yeah. Okay. So thank you for calling. Well, you know, we'll check in with this sporadically. We don't mind. We'll we'll come back to this when we need to, but I think that's good for now. <laughs> Next call. Um, Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Bobby. I love your podcast. Um, I was curious, what is the whoiest charity to support? So when I think that, like, the hooiest celebrities support all those hair dummies and teeth whiteners, what is the hooiest charity that they do? Um, I feel like it's something like animals or anything that's not, like, so complex that the celebrity has to actually understand what the nuances are of what they're supporting. Um, yes, so thank you. Also, I wanted to give a shout-out to Article Club. So my friends and I, in 2005, when we first graduated from college, we all hated our day jobs. And so we just emailed each other ridiculous articles about celebrity gossip, making fun of celebrities. Um, and your podcast is kind of the closest thing to what we used to do all the time. So you guys are awesome. Thanks for bringing Article Club back together. Bye. So the one that I always think of, I don't think this is like a Who charity but I think all charities are ultimately who I don't. Okay, whatever. Um, is uh, you know the cha- you know the red charity? Yes. Like red. Yes, I remember. I was alive in two thousand whatever six. Well, I think it's a who because I don't actually know what it gives money to. Do you know? It gives money to um, HIV/AIDS research, like HIV/AIDS awareness in specifically Africa. Oh my god, I had no idea. Yes. So that's what made that's what made red really interesting and sort of I mean I feel like you could find articles that would take you either way on this but I feel like most people would argue that red was sort of a failure because it was just a portion of the proceeds of something you would buy that was trademarked with the red logo right. and then colored red a portion of those proceeds would go to the AIDS research well, they're always, like, trying to – I mean, I guess that's kind of smart. It's like, okay, buy this thing, but buy it slightly nicer and red and with a bonus thing, and we'll give some of the money to charity. Right. I mean, that's not an unusual way to have people give money to charity. Right, but then the complaint the complaint was that they spent more money on advertising than they actually gave to the charity, which has been right. disputed by the Red Campaign, but, like, I don't really know if that's true or not. Which is still around and thriving. I mean, they definitely – Thriving's a stretch. But it's around. I gave a, I had a big laugh and I sent this, a screenshot of this to you. But speaking of stickers, uh, the Who Weekly stickers, I guess, are are they caught up in the Apple They're Store? In They're, They're in review. They're in review. They're in review. Okay. But I was looking at all the stickers and let me tell you, it is a mess, the <laughs> stickers that are in the. It's a mess. It is a mess. I'm aware. It's a mess. Uh, and you know who has their own sticker set? Who? Red. Oh, you sent me those. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. yeah. Why? Like, out of all the things to spend your money on, I you know, honestly, rumors that they spend more money on marketing seem very true when I see a red sticker pack. I'm sorry. <laughs> Who is making this? Who is putting this together? Bono. Shouldn't you be busy doing other stuff? Bono. It's just Bono does everything. <laughs> um, what other hooey uh, cherries are? I think you said ASPCA is pretty Well, hooey. I 
ASP who's love animals, but I, I would I would go ahead and say like the reasoning behind that is because a who is probably less inclined to risk um a charity that could be seen as uh right. divisive. So like sure. everyone everyone loves animals. So how can you not love animals? They're just gonna do ASPCA and the like. Um because it's an easy it's an easy end. People will think like, oh cute and animals make for great Instagrams. Sure. And I'll say, so like, if you're a who and you're like, okay, I want to support a charity. I love animals. Don't go for PETA. That is divisive. Stay safe. Stay with the SPC. And plenty of who still do go for PETA, but it's usually a very specific, it's usually a very specific type of who. And that who is model who doesn't mind being naked. Sure. Cause then they make them do that stuff. But I will say, so the other thing that is, you just reminded me, um, uh, people, uh, Them's who do uh, environmental work, as we were referencing before, that's divisive because climate change is real. Yes. And, but a lot of people don't think it's right. real. So you don't want to alienate the people that don't think climate mm-hmm. change no, is that's real. No, exactly, yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah. Right. I will say, speaking of animals, I stumbled across a new charity that I think you'll be very interested in. Um, this is a solely Instagram-based promotion, and it's all models. And the main woman, I think, who is doing uh. it, is remember uh let me let me let me figure out how to pronounce her name again let me think about it for a second Dautzenkruz Dautzenkruz Remember Dautzenkruz How could I forget Dautzenkruz So Dautzenkruz is one of the main people in this charity that is I guess for saving elephants and the hashtag is not on my planet and the not is spelt like tying a knot K-N-O-T. Right. And then all of the celebrities, who celebrities, models are tying knots in their photos. And not just like a not like a special ribbon or anything elaborate. Literally any garbage <laughs> they find in their house, they're like tying a knot. Have you seen this? So they tie a knot to remind themselves that elephants are being killed? It's like not on my planet and then like a knot. But I don't understand but then what do you the like... Do- you just like think about it. You're like, oh, yeah. It's like the. It's like the. <laughs> you look at the um, knot and you're like, oh, okay. Is this for? Is this for? Are you supposed to donate? Because I don't see any like links to donate here. On any I of don't these. know. I just see a lot of knots. Emily Ratajkowski tying a knot. Emily Ratajkowski. There's one of like um somebody like just the way that they're what they're choosing to tie into a knot is funny to me. Wait. It's like whatever is in the house. It's everything. Yeah. They're just tying anything they see and then instagramming it this emily ratajkowski one of her tying her tank top into a crop top is one of the craziest things i've ever seen right right she's like let's make it also sexual how do i sex up this save the elephants promo i want to save elephants but i also want to be sexy how can i make this happen and dalton cruz is like here you go I'm, here's your opportunity i'm saving these elephants and then i'm turning my day look into a night look and <laughs> check me out i just got a real kick out of that and it came up so many times on the who weekly instagram feed which i've is, never seen know, it only who's oh well this is wild oh wait so hashtag can you not we need to since it has a hashtag we should do another hashtag campaign <laughs> I'm gonna ha- yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and ask all of you to tie a knot in anything you see. Uh, oh my god! Take a photo of it and then hashtag it. 
can you not c-a-n-u-k-n-o-t um as a way of reminding you of not on my planet which should then in turn remind you that elephants are being killed which should maybe remind you to donate to elephants only i don't even know where you would donate to the elephants because none of these people are linking to any like so is this an awareness campaign it's awareness for awareness campaigns where that's only awareness so you're being aware of the awareness you're super aware you have to be made aware of the awareness and the only way to do that is to hashtag can you not (laughs) (laughs) c-a-n-u-k-n-o-t um and just you have to be aware i can't believe you just started a hashtag that's like competing with a charity hashtag no it's it's not competing with it's running in tandem with Here's the thing. Bobby and I don't want to kill elephants. Let's just get that out there. This is not an advocacy for killing elephants. I don't actually know anyone who wants to kill elephants. Can you imagine <laughs> taking that stance and being like, out of all the things that you would take a stance on, you're like, you know what? Like, I want to kill your elephants. Your friend who's always covered in ivory jewelry is like, you know what, guys? I'm not really into this, like, not charity. Like, what are you into, like, chess pieces and, like, chess pianos? Pieces. Like, what is made out of ivory and very nowadays big, that young people very big want? statement necklaces. It's like, wait. God. It's just crazy because I feel like we, like, young, you know, there is fur. People do wear fur. People do all that stuff. But elephant killing is really not a young person's game. <laughs> You know what I mean? I know what you mean. So, like Emily Ratajkowski is targeting the wrong audience. Like, the, like teenagers are seeing "Can You Not" or what is it? Not on my planet or whatever. They're seeing it and being like, "We don't even use elephants for anything. <laughs> like, why would I pay for that? Like, that, it's fine. I'm not doing anything. We don't use elephants for anything." Um. Okay, we have to end. <laughs> Hashtag Can You Not? Hashtag Can You Not? C A N U K N O T. Well, I'm so glad we're like wasting our call outs, our challenges on, you know, elephant, elephant advocacy, advocacy. Lindsay, can you not? Let's end this. <laughs> Thanks for coming back despite my bad sound. Yeah, you can't let that happen again. Uh, what? Fine, whatever. <laughs> hashtag, hashtag, can you not? Can you not? Bye, everyone. You will drive us. I tip my hat to the Supreme Court and the entire hashtag LGBT community with the gayest pic I've ever posted, but not necessarily taken. Rainbow eggplant, cherry margarita, confetti, rainbow hearts, dart on a dartboard. (laughs) 